0: This is the podcast by the Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Kwe. Welcome to the Live Weekend Picks podcast, where the Straits Times recommends lifestyle and food picks for the coming weekend in Singapore. Okay, it's time to talk to our colleagues at Life on their suggestions for this weekend. Personally, I'm waiting for Sunday when the fourth season of The Crown is out on Netflix. So let's bring in journalist Jen Lee to talk more about this. Now, Jen, the big draw of season four will be the two new female larger-than-life characters, Princess Diana and Margaret Thatcher. Will Emma Corrin, who plays Princess Diana, and Gillian Anderson, who plays Margaret Thatcher, do these portrayals justice, you think?
1: So I haven't had a chance to watch the screeners, but um, all the early reviews of the show have been really good, saying it's the best season yet, because then the fourth season. And, you know, I think it's good that Princess Diana is played by like a relative newcomer that we don't really know. uh, That would bring, like, we don't have any sort of impression of her from before this, so I think that would be quite exciting. And I've seen stills of it, you know, it looks amazing. Um, Netflix. It's famously one of Netflix's most expensive shows. So you know they're not skimping on the details. I've seen the recreation of um, Princess Diana's wedding dress and it looks amazing. It's really very, very faithful. Um, you know, there's also apparently like a lunch scene between Diana and Camilla Parker Bowles, So that would be quite dramatic and exciting. Um, You know, the Diana years are really some of the most dramatic years of the British monarchy and they did define the British monarchy in a way that I think nothing else in recent history comes close to. So this is, you know, really exciting season and Margaret Thatcher, you know, she's played by Gillian Anderson. I think some people thought, you know, early days that maybe she was miscast, she did not really look like her, you know, um, how would it be like? But she's a very strong actress, so I'm Mm. actually quite looking forward to see what she brings to the role.
0: Okay, well, as I mentioned earlier, you know, out of the four seasons of The Crown, this is the one that I'm really looking forward to the most because I, rem- I remember, you know, however vaguely Princess Diana and Margaret Thatcher, I remember seeing their pictures of course. Now, as The Crown catches up to the present time, do you expect the show to attract a wider audience from whoever watched it in the early seasons?
1: I think possibly yes, because the earlier seasons, you know, it focused on Queen Elizabeth um, while she was like new to the throne, you know. and you know what? She's been on the throne for almost 70 years right now. So it's been a while. And I would say that the Diana years, um, you know, the Margaret Thatcher years are closer to us. So maybe mm-hmm. people have more of a memory of what it's like and they would want to see it portrayed on TV. And again, as I said, the Princess Diana years were extremely dramatic. They were very, very um, scandalous. I would say, you know, there were affairs, there were leaked phone calls. Diana did a uh, secret chat with a journalist to publish a secret biography that the royal family didn't know about. It was all very, I would say, very exciting.
0: Right. Well, I think, Jan, you and I can talk about The Crown all day, but we have to move on to this new Taiwanese romantic comedy that's out in theatres today. It's called My Missing Valentine. Of course, not a lot of choices in the cinema uh, these days, but what's the appeal of My Missing Valentine?
1: So... Uh, John Louis from Life has already reviewed the movie. I watched it before I spoke to the leads. Um, So it's a very refreshing, very quirky, very whimsical sort of Taiwanese romantic comedy. So it's about this woman um, who is like always one step ahead of her peers. So she's very impatient in- and she's like too fast for everybody. And so this movie starts when like she's like 29 or 30. She's about to head into her 30s and she has never had a romantic experience. So... One day she suddenly gets asked on a date. So she's super excited because it's like her first date, right? And it's on Valentine's Day. Only like she puts together her outfit, everything. And then she goes to sleep, sleep, like really excited for the day. And she wakes up and it's February 15th. So she doesn't know where Valentine's Day went. Ah. Yeah. And then there's this mysterious guy at the post office where she works who comes in every day, but suddenly stops coming in um, after the missing Valentine's Day. So clearly there's something along the lines there to do with him, but you, know, you should go in without knowing too much about a movie. That's all I would say, yeah. Okay, well, well said. Thank you so much for joining
0: me today, Jen. Now, if you like what you're hearing so far, please subscribe to The Straits Times on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. Now back to our show. Well, that was journalist Jen Lee talking about My Missing Valentine out in cinemas today, as well as the anticipated fourth season of The Crown. Now, that's an option for you if you want to stay in, but if you're choosing to head outside and don't mind travelling all the way to Jurong, why not check out Classic Putin? I should point out that it's not at all related to the famous Putin chain. Now, this Classic Poutine with an A is in a corner unit of a coffee shop in Jurong West. Still, it has restaurant worthy choices, and here to tell us more More is Heidi Ku, Food Online Editor for The Straits Times. Hi, Heidi. Welcome. So, Heidi, what are the standout dishes at Classic Putian?
2: Okay, the standout dishes are, one, the deep-fried squirrel-style sea bass, and another one is the herbal bamboo prawn, which is actually a broth with prawns in it. Two prawns, two very fresh seawater Mm. prawns in a very nice herbal broth.
0: I see. Well, you know, jurong is not accessible for everyone. So for those who want to order in, what dishes are best for that? You know, that we can survive the trip from the restaurant all the way to your home.
2: Yeah, these two dishes will do. Uh, It's just that uh, for the herbal bamboo prawn, if you dine in, it is served in a bamboo container. So if you are ordering through grab food, the delivery platform, then you don't get the bamboo containers. So I suppose it comes in a plastic container, but I think essentially it's the content of the container that is, uh, that is more important for flavor. Um, for the bamboo container, if you dine in, what the bamboo container really does, uh, I asked the chef about it. It doesn't really add flavor, uh, but it's more like it keeps your broth warm as you are maybe tasting the other dishes. For the deep fried squirrel style sea bass, he makes it such that because 70% of his customers are actually those from grab food. So his food and his cooking, he tailors it for delivery purposes. So for the fish, And the sauce, he separates them, he packs them differently so that the sauce will not cover the fish and get it all soggy by the time it reaches you. So the furthest customer he has uh, for the location is uh, in Sengkang. Uh, So he's also quite curious to know if it holds up. Uh, For me, I think it might stand a good chance of holding up because I took quite a while to take the pictures and videos. And um, by the time I tasted it, the fish was still warm and it was crispy. So I think that uh, you know that really it holds up to the test of you know whether it can stay crispy even after it's it's left a walk.
0: Yeah, of course, and of, uh, of course nowadays you know most of us are, are, are ordering in. So it's good to know what we can or best order from classic And Thanks so much, Haiti, for joining me today. I've been speaking to Hedi Koo, ST's food online editor. You can find classic Poutine at Block 503 Jurong West Avenue 1. Onto somewhere more central in Singapore, the National Gallery and its biennial children's festival, Small Big Dreamers. Now, senior culture correspondent Ong Sofen is here to share more on that. So Sofen, the festival, like so many, is mostly virtual this year, but there is an on-site interactive element at the museum at the passageway connecting the Supreme Court and City Hall Wings. What can you tell us about the activities that the kids can do there?
3: Okay, you can't miss this installation because the first thing you see is this hairy red wall. (laughs) But if you book a time slot, you can take your kids in and play all these interactive games that are inspired by the paintings of Georgette Chen. She's this Nanyang artist who's getting a retrospective in the gallery on November twenty seven. So the games, if you've played like the Xbox Kinect or the Nintendo Wii, you will know how this works. Basically, you wave madly at things, and then <laughs> they do this interactive game where you wave at the camera, and you can paint, like say, a pineapple. Or the other in the other game, you dance, and then they they will draw a painting on the, on the projection screen
0: for you. I see. Well, uh, how long is the, this, uh, exhibit, uh, the festival going on for? Oh,
3: this one is on for quite a while. It's going to be on until March next year. Okay. So there's plenty of time for parents to take their kids. And this is really good because of the pandemic. So you have to book a time slot and they're keeping the numbers capped for social distancing reasons. So the fact that it's on for a long time means you can take your time and then go when it's not so busy.
0: Right. Well, something that's happening this weekend is of course the Pahvali. That's just two days away, which means the lights in Little India are already on full display. Now, the area can get pretty crowded so often, especially this time of the year. So, But I understand there's a tri-shore tour of the lights display, so please share more on that.
3: Yes, so this is part of the Indian Heritage Centre's Dipavali celebrations. And like you mentioned before, a lot of places all the programs are online, but they did design this like a uh, trishaw trail. They're partnering this tour company called Trishaw Uncle. So basically, all you do is sign up at the Indian Heritage Center's website and they will take you on a tour of uh, little India. So you get to see the lights in the most comfortable way possible because you just sit there for 15 minutes and the uncle will cycle you around. <laughs>
0: Well, it's always great to hear from you and have you on the show, SoFan. We definitely appreciate your time. That was Senior Culture Correspondent for The Straits Times on SoFan. I hope we helped you plan your weekend. There will be more recommendations in tomorrow's paper in the Friday section. Well, subscribe to our YouTube channel by hitting the red button below. I'm Olivia Quay. See you tomorrow on The Big Story. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits
1: Times.